Hello, I'm Pastor Scott Seeke from Amazing Grace Lutheran Church in Lawrenceville, Georgia. Thank you for downloading this week's sermon. Please visit tisgrace.org to learn more about our church. Enjoy. We had a great time. And one night, we were playing one of our, having one of our epic ping pong game nights. And it was later than usual. And it was summertime, and I looked at the clock and I was like, you know, it's going to be sunrise soon. I mean, that's how late these things would go. And Quinn was like, sunrise, you know, I haven't, I haven't seen many sunrises. I was like, really? Because I see a fair number of sunrises. Back then I was spending a lot of my time in upstate New York fishing and hunting, so I was often up in the morning just at sunrise watching the world go from night to day. And I was like, sunrise is really great. You want to go? I was like, sure. I said, okay, cool. I know a spot. So the spot that we went, again, this was in upstate New York where I grew up, is called Thatcher Park. And uh, Thatcher Park is on basically, the technical term is an escarpment, for those of you who are like geography people or uh, geology people. But it's, it's like 150-foot cliffs that overlook this plain, and they face east. So you can just drive right up and park your car and there's this low little wall and you can just see like forever. It's really a great spot. Let's go to Thatcher Park. Fine, so we get in the car and we drive up to Thatcher Park. And we park the car at this wall that I know faces east where the sun's gonna come up. And uh, we timed it pretty well. So that, you know, by the, by the time we got there, it was just a few minutes and the world started getting less black. And if you've been out in sunrise before and gone from that pitch black into, into light of day, that's kind of how it starts. You just kind of look around and you go, oh, things are less black now. And the world kind of gets gray and, and lighter gray and lighter gray. And then the, sun, the sky starts to get some color to it. So that, you know, by the time the sun actually starts to rise, it pretty much looks like day out there. And we were just waiting and watching and watching the horizon and I'm kind of watching it and well, there's this little whitish spot that kind of appears in the horizon. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And then it got a little bit higher and kind of developed a little bit of a rounded part. But it wasn't very bright. You know, it was just kind of like a, it was like a rose and it became this disc and it was, looked a lot like the sun. But it just, there wasn't all that much to it. You know, like it wasn't really amazing or spectacular or anything. And it was a little bit hazy that day, but not cloudy to where I thought we wouldn't be able to see the sun like through the clouds, you know what I mean? It was just, the sun was rising and it just wasn't all that impressive. And Quinn's like, really? And I'm like, sorry man, you know, usually it's really great, you know, and it rises and it comes up and it's now fully in the sky and I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I'm like, all right, well, I'm tired. I'm tired. All right, well, I guess we'll, we'll go get some breakfast. We'll go get some breakfast. Sure, why not? So we pulled out of Thatcher Park, right? Nothing else to do. The sun was up. It wasn't that great. Whatever. So the drive down from Thatcher Park is a drive down this cliff face, right? So you drive down this road, and then, you know, off to your left, you can see forever, and then there's a hairpin turn. You know how these go, right, on these kind of cliff sides. And then you go down some more and you can see forever from there as well. And we're, we're driving down towards the hairpin turn 
And I'm looking at this sun that had arisen, and I'm trying to figure out why it is that it just looks so blah. You know what I mean? I'm just watching it, and we get near the hairpin turn. And all of a sudden, from the horizon comes this brilliant, stabbing, incredible ray of light that just shoots over the horizon. And I'm like, pull over, pull over, pull over, pull over. So he pulls over, perfectly safe. Okay, there was a pull-off area, it was fine. Right, everything was in, it was a nice little spot. And, and he stopped the car and we were facing east and this light was just, just, it hurt your brain how bright this light was. And we watched as that light came up and took shape and rose. And it was, it was hard, it was, it was so brilliantly colored and bright that it was hard to look at. It was so bright that it just hurt your eyes and your brain. But that was the sun. And we watched it rise. And you know, sunrise happens pretty quickly. I don't know how many you see, but in three, four, five minutes, the sun's up. And there was that, there was the sun, the real sun. And above it was this other thing. I still don't know what it was. I messaged Quinn on Facebook last week, and I said, do you remember that? And his response was, do I ever? It was that incredible. And when I think about that sunrise with the real sun and whatever that other sun was and how lacking that first one was, I thought of that when I saw these pictures of the Transfiguration. This, is a, this could be you know, one of any number of, of art representations of Jesus and his Transfiguration. It was a very popular topic in, in art uh, throughout you know, history since Jesus. And you look at this, and, and uh, Liz and I were trying to figure out you know, kind of what's up with Jesus' beard there. Does he have like an Abe Lincoln beard or you know, what's going on? Because it's a little, it's a little hard to make out you know, some of the details because it's bright like that, but every picture that I've seen, this one, the other ones, they're all like that first sun that I saw. You can look at that and look at it and you can see stuff. You can see Jesus with his blonde hair and you can see parts of his beard and you can see his robe and it's all easy to make out. Let me read for you again what the scripture says about what Jesus looked like. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes were dazzling white. I mean, it would be impossible to paint that, because you can't look at the sun. Have you tried to look at the sun lately? It's out there. You can go do it. Yeah. You can't look at it for too long. It, it burns into your brain. I mean, that's the kind of brightness that we're talking about here. That's the kind of dazzling white that his robes were. And, and, and any time we try and represent that with anything else, it's going to end up looking like that first sun. It just doesn't cut it. You want to know what Jesus looked like that day? Go outside and look at the sun. That's what he looked like. And it's just hard to get our brain around. Because, you know, we don't as a general rule, spend much time looking at the sun. 
It's not healthy, right? I used to, used to say that if you stare at the sun, you could like burn your eyes out and go blind. Well, I read that that's not true, but I'm not going to try it, okay? Because it's not real fun. And a lot of times, you know, I don't know that we really notice the sun at all. You know? I mean, if I hadn't mentioned it, would you have looked at it today or thought about it? Probably not. I mean, it's a daily thing. Sun comes up, sun shines, sun goes down. Don't really think about it all that much, right? I mean, maybe if you're driving down the road and you're, it happens to be dusk and you're driving right into the sun, you know, and then you're thinking about it and then you're like, oh, I hate the sun, the sun is terrible. But most of the time we just don't think about it. We don't think about it, but I'll tell you what, if it wasn't there, you'd miss it. You'd miss it an awful lot. Food, there wouldn't be any food without the sun. The earth would be this cold, dead ball without the sun. But we just don't really think about it because it's there all the time. And I think, you know, a lot of times our, our faith and our relationship with Jesus can be the same way. It's just kind of there, you know? He did it. It was a gift. It was a free gift. He came. He was born. Died on a cross for you and for me. It's done. Okay. On to the next thing. Right? Right? What's on TV? Got it. Well, there's a lot to be said sometimes for sitting and watching a sunrise. And there's a lot to be said sometimes for sitting and reflecting and thinking about what Jesus did what he did for you and for me and for all of us. A lot of value in that. And so that's what Lent is about, right? We're beginning that on Wednesday. We're beginning that with Ash Wednesday, which is really quite an experience. And I hope everyone will come to that. At 6.30, there's going to be a pancake dinner. It'll be supporting the youth in their trip to a firm. And then we're going to have Ash Wednesday worship. Come to that. It's at 7.30. And then we'll have a, a midweek series on, uh, on Wednesday nights with dinner, potluck dinner at 6.30, and then worship at 7.30, where we'll, the series will be called The Potter in Me. And it's about how God is shaping us and molding us. And then we'll have Maundy Thursday and Good Friday, which are a great opportunity to come and sit and think and experience you know, what God did for us, what Jesus did for you and for me and for all of us in suffering and dying and then rising again. There's something to be said for taking the time to experience that. It changes us. Sitting and watching the sunrise is similar. You see the light come up even though it happens every day and just taking the time to notice it is powerful. So that's what we're doing this Lent. We're going to take the time to see and experience what Jesus did. Because the light shines in the darkness. Jesus is the light of the world. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And he did that for you. Because God loves you. So do I. Amen.